Welcome to Pulling Weeds, a podcast of the Carolinas GCSA. We'd like to remind you that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are solely of those of the people on the podcast and do not reflect the views of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association or any of its sponsors. Coming at you from the volunteer tent once again, Quail Hollow Club, Wells Fargo Championship. It's a great pleasure to sit down now with Mr. Travis Campbell. How are you, my friend? Good. How are you? I'm doing well. Doing well. Is this the first time that you've ever volunteered at a tournament? Uh, I did the President's Cup. That was my maiden voyage. This is my first Wells. Wow. President's Cup was big time, wasn't it? It was. It was a very, very blessed time. Did you get out there and watch some golf? It sure did. Sure did. Um, my 23rd birthday was actually that Sunday, so my lady came up and best friend came up. We was out here the whole day. Awesome. Yeah. That's great. And now you're back again at Wells. Oh, yeah. Um, what, what, are you, what are you doing out there? Um, bunkers. I helped them cut cups on the practice green a couple nights ago, and then, yeah, pretty much bunkers, yeah. Bunkers <laughs> look really good, I think. They do. They're money out here. They are, and, and playing well. Right. A lot of time and preparation goes into those. Amen. <laughs> yep. We're going to get back to that subject a little bit later on when we talk about your current job. But um, let's, uh, let's start with the scholarship you just won. Yes, sir. Um, great honor for you. Um, Very much so. Larry Powell, scholarship through GCSAA. Um, proud of you, man. That's Thank big you. Time. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, I'm very blessed. So tell the... Um, Tell the listeners a little bit about the background about the Larry Powell Scholarship. So Bill Powell built, constructed Clearview Golf Club in Canton, Ohio, back in the 40s. First African-American to do so. He was a superintendent. And then Larry Powell, his son, was mowing fairways and working there when he was very little, like nine years old. And he's been, he took over for Bill at some point, and he's been there ever since. So... And since I've won the scholarship, I've had the opportunity to talk to Larry, text back and forth, just keep up, talk about what I have going on, how I'm doing, how he's doing. So he's a resource for you now that yes, you're starting your yes. career and oh, you yeah. can bounce ideas off of him or, or, or get any kind of support you need. Right, right, right. So it's, um, it's treating you well in more ways than one. Very much so. <laughs> That's great. That's great. So you also played college golf. I did. I did. Yeah, uh, Erskine, Erskine College. College yeah. Where's that located? <laughs> Due West. Due West, <laughs> South Carolina. Oh, yeah. Yep, that's a, that's a pretty small school, isn't it? Yep. Um, since we got the football team a couple uh, – during my sophomore year, we're up to like 1,100, I think, total on campus. Wow. But yeah, that's smaller than my high school I went to. <laughs> What's y'all's home course up there? Stony Point. Links at Stony Point. The Links at Stony Point. Tell mm-hmm. me a little bit about that golf course. Oh, nice one. Um Got some tricky holes, but nothing, yeah. nothing overwhelming. So, did you you played all four years? I did, I did. I graduated in three and a half, but yeah, I played. played and what all. was your degree in? Accounting. Accounting. Mm-hmm. That's going to serve you well in the future. I think so. I think it's a big so. part of this job, right? right? One way or the other, it right. is. Um, so, when you you were obviously a high school golfer right. as well. Yeah. Um, where'd you go to high school? Airport High School, West Columbia, South Carolina. Okay. And kind of got your first taste of the golf course industry at Indian River. Indian River, yes. Doing the pro shop, and then I cut cups on the weekend. So that's how I got introduced to it. 
So you're one of those dual role type of guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, Swing yeah. man. Right, right, right. And I feel like that's important. You know, you work in the pro shop, you learn how to talk to anybody. Correct. Because, you, you know, you got the guys that are coming in there to have a good time, and then you got the guys that are, you know, might be upset about something. You always got to keep you cool. You do. That translates to the other side too, doesn't it? It really does. It really does. And it helps with communicating with the pro shop and everything, which is very important. Yep. You seem like a good communicator. Yeah, oh, I appreciate that. Yep. <laughs> yep. You, always, you always hit back. I like that. That's a good quality, you know? Thank you. Replies set you apart for sure. Thank you. So that kind of cutting cups on the weekend, that kind of mm. gave you a little bit of taste of, of this side of the industry. And yeah, yeah. It just kind of grabbed you right away, or did it kind of right. take a while? Um, you know, Troy Thrall out at Indian River, he really, really helped show me everything, you know, cut my teeth, so to speak, you know, learning why you air file, why we top dress, why we do all these things. Um, and then really just learning how to do it with just four guys taking care of a golf course, you know? Wow. That's, uh, got to be resourceful. You got to be resourceful. Amen. And, and, and you got to be, uh, you have to, uh, be able to accept the fact that there's no job out there you don't have to do, right? right. When you have a smaller crew like right. that. Did you get a taste of that? Yes, yes, yes. I think the biggest part for me is the sense of progression, like every single day, seeing projects go from start to finish. Yeah. I really love that. Well, speaking of that, you're on one heck of a project now, aren't you? Oh, yeah. Old Barnwell, that's where it's happening at. <laughs> yes, and we're going to get back to that. We're going to save that towards the end, but that, we're going to have a lot of discussion about that for sure. So we've got to get through the what brought you here today first, though, if you don't mind. Oh, yeah, yep. let's do it. So you're in Indian River. Mm -hmm. um, you grew, were you were you working there, or were you working anywhere when you were at Erskine playing golf? Uh, no, I would. I was just practicing. Obviously, full time student, full time right. student athlete. Yeah. Right. Okay. So when did you kind of hatch the plan to um, advance in the industry and, and get your certificate from Rutgers? Right around the end of my sophomore year of school. So my advisor was my accounting professor. And he, he noticed that I, had I came to college with college credits because I was dual enrolled at Midlands Tech and Airport. And he was like, you can graduate early if you take some summer classes. I was like, that sounds good. Sounds like we're saving money. Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah those pace classes work out well, don't they? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and then I just parlayed that into – because I knew I didn't want to work behind a desk the rest of my life. Sure. And Troy was like, you can go anywhere you want in this business, you know, if you go to Rutgers, you can go anywhere from there. So I just parlayed that graduating in December to starting Rutgers in that following January. That's, I love that. So explain to me and the listeners about the two-year certificate program at Rutgers. That's two 10-week sessions yes. in the winter, right? Yeah, uh, you can do winter or fall. Okay. And then so you go for 10 weeks, you know, you get your basic classes – introductory classes and then you do a 10-month internship well you can you can do a 10-month internship that's what I did at Carmel Country Club right down the road and then you go back for 10 more weeks and then after you pass all your exams you're certified very very good program yep yes it is mm -hmm. I know quite a few turf grass managers that uh, have utilized that path and it is a good one there's no doubt so Carmel Country Club, yes. very close to us here at Quail Hollow Club. Oh, yeah. Internship. Um, did you do the full 10 months? I did. I did. I knew you did. 
And you worked on both golf courses, or yeah. talk to us a little bit about your experience over there. Yeah, BG, Micah, Eric Downs, they got it going on. So they let you south course. I started on the south course because we started with airification and everything, but you alternate weeks. So then next week you'd be on north and then go back and forth. Nice. Yeah. That was probably uh, a good experience for you. Very, very, very beneficial. Now, did you play um, high school golf as well? Yes. Or, I mean, not high school golf, but you played on the SCGA tour yeah, as well? Oh yeah, yep. oh, yeah. The little Monday tournament series, the one days, I'd do yep. that. That's how you know the uh, the man, Big Allen Knight. Right, right, right. Yeah, when my, when my mom would have to work, he'd give me rides to tournaments every now and then. Yeah, Really? Yeah, we go way back. <laughs> so, y'all, so Big Al would scoop you up and bring you to the tournaments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't surprise me. No, He's not He's a good guy like that. He is. Yep, absolutely. Shout out to you, Al. Yep. <laughs> this, we wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for Big Al. You know that, right? That's right. Um, but um, so you're, you're at Carmel. You're... Mm-hmm approaching the end at, at, at Rutgers and you're looking for opportunities mm-hmm. and where does old Barnwell come across your radar oh man it uh yeah God really let that one fall in my lap so we're down at the conference my first conference and um we're just outside talking on the last day the very last day and then Steve Whitaker just happens to be in the little circle that BG's introducing all of us. And BG being the – Brandon Goodrich, I didn't yep. say his name earlier, but you the man, BG. Uh, he just introduced me. This is one of my assistants, Travis, keeps it moving. And then it came up that I was from West Columbia, and Steve was talking about old Barnwell. And then the conversation kind of fizzled. We went off our separate ways, and I pulled Steve to the side. I was like, I want to keep talking. It's like my internship's over in a month, and I want to come home. So one thing led to another. BG talked to John Lavelle. I interviewed the following week and then interviewed again two weeks later, and I accepted the position of assistant superintendent with Chase. Well done. Thanks. Sealed that deal pretty quickly, didn't you? Oh, yeah. You? Oh, yeah. Love that. So that's a big project over there. It is. I was thinking earlier when you were talking about Indian River mm-hmm. and having four staff. Uh, that that's not going to be the case at Old Barnwell. Not at you're all. Be, you're going to be kind of on the other side where it's going to be more maintenance intensive, a larger crew size and everything. So A lot of resources. Yeah, you're excited about that change? Very excited. Which is very similar to Carmel. At least mm-hmm. you have experience with that. Right, but now. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so what do you think about the property at Old Barnwell? Or what, what were your first impressions of it when you got out there? I was I was overwhelmed overwhelmed in a very good way. Like you, I've never seen anything like that. You know, out at Old Barnwell, there's not that many trees. First of all, because we've done done a lot of clearing and everything. Seeing seeing it go from just trees, and then there's a pole over here. This is where 13 Green is going to be. You're like, okay, sounds good, but you can't really see it. And then start knocking some trees down getting the green shaped out, getting the cord out, getting the bunker shaped, and then it starts turning into something. And then you lay some solder on the green, and it's crazy, absolutely crazy. So you, you've had a good opportunity to watch the construction crew, mm-hmm. Brian and, and Blake, and I guess you got Gray out there as well. Yeah, I know Gray, there's another. Andre. And, I, didn't meet, I didn't meet Andre when I was there. I met yeah. Gray, but they're all, you, get, you have a chance to watch them do their thing. Right, right, yeah. right. And it's, it's poetry, yeah. emotion. Sculpture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And then uh, you guys are working right now on um, after they shape the green complexes, y'all mm-hmm. are working on getting them sodded, right? right kind of right. what do you call Ra- that? Wrapping them and Wrap, sod. Wrapping them. Right. And then we're going to sprig the greens in, in any flat areas that we have in the fairways as much as we can. Because, you know, there's a bunch of slopes out there. So there are. That's where we have to sod and get right. And how about the holes that were open this winter, spring? Are yeah. those still open? Are you preview guys working play. on – are you still doing preview play? Uh, or those? We ended that uh, the end of Masters week. Okay. So, yeah, we're killing off the fairways, verticutting them so we can go back with our Tiff Tough, and then we're side-cutting the 007 greens so we can go with Tiff Eagle. Man, that fine fescue fairways, they were – they were nice, weren't they? They were money. Yeah. And <laughs> that was a, a heck of a surface to play off of. Yeah. When I was out there walking around, that really impressed me. Yeah. It was definitely fun to be on the kill spray for them, though. <laughs> it's not often you get an opportunity yeah. like that. No, no, it's, it's not. But, uh, yeah, so you like you like spraying? You you like operating a sprayer? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because when I went to Carmel, I'd only been on a sprayer one time in my entire life. Yeah. But they um, definitely definitely took me to the next level, you know, always being in the chem room, helping mixing tanks and everything, doing the applications alongside Matt Hall, who's here this week. Um, yeah, it really learned me up. And now just hit the ground running at Old Barnwell, you know. Yes. Yeah. What kind of sprayer are you operating? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's funny because we don't have a rig yet because right. you know um we got a spray bug a little five gallon spray bug yep yeah yeah do you, do you like the spray bug i do yeah. i do it, it, it's precise you know yeah. the reason why i ask is we're, we're thinking about getting one of those at the college it'll read georgetown technical college very very beneficial to learn yeah. on yep no and doubt we need to upgrade our sprayer set up you know we got our turf care center over there it's about an acre's worth of turf and yeah. um if it's anything like ours good luck when it loses prime be good learning experience well, <laughs> fortunately i've lost prime many times in sprayers i know how to get out of that jam <laughs> that is part of it though isn't it it is it's part of it right? yeah so at carmel you were operating spray rigs though yeah yeah we spray hawking and okay 300 they have 175 gallon 200 300 gallons and um yeah Yep, you operated all those? All of them. Nice. You spread any fertilizer with a tractor? I did not at Carmel. I did not. Um, I got a feeling this summer at um, Old Barnwell, when you're yeah. all growing in, there'll be plenty of that going yeah, of on. Of course, yeah, of course. Yeah, we were calibrating it the other day. It was lovely. <laughs> nice, nice. If you ask Chase, he'll call it the Lili. Well, you know, Chase is not Lily the Chase. only one, right? <laughs> I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I say Lily, but I, there's a lot to say at you know, Lily too. Either way, right? Yeah. As long as you can get out yeah, there and right. let it sling, it doesn't right. matter. He's going to give me crap about that one. <laughs> yeah, that's all right. That's all right. That was one of my favorite things to do during my career as really? a superintendent. Yeah. Yeah, I love to get out there and spread. Um, I wasn't a big fan of sp- spreader trucks or contract spreading. I just always wanted to do it myself, man. That's you awesome. Know, have control yeah. over it. I, I could totally get that. My theory was, Travis, is there's nobody out there that can spread my course better than me. So why Amen. would I, you know? Why would you? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> but, you know, that's just me. Right. Anyway, so what else are you hoping to, to learn here in the next short term, the next six months at Old Barnwell through the grow-in? Or what are some areas that you think you need to grow? Really? Really? Truthfully and honestly, just as a manager, you know, Getting my feet wet, getting thrown in the fire with that. Like, learning how to motivate the guys day in and day out to be as enthusiastic as I am. Anybody that knows me know I love what we do, and I'm very passionate about it. Just really focusing on spreading that 
and efficiency, efficiency, you know, getting that, getting that honed in. What's the most efficient way to do this? And with the construction and the growing, you learn something new every single day. Yes, sir. So, really. And then if, I think if you ask Chase, he needs, we need to figure out how to control some erosion. <laughs> yeah, that, that's part of it for sure. Yeah. Um, it's uh, a bunch of slopes and hydro seed, yep. rain. Yep. And Not a good combo, but. Yeah, adversity strikes it. a lot. But, that's right. You know, you can usually work your way out of it. Right. And then you're saying what I need to learn most, like definitely in those times of adversity, leading and staying calm, very, very big part. Yes, sir. I would agree with that as well. Yep. But, yeah, and really, really just being confident, you know. I'm I'm a young cat. I'm 23 years old, you know. I'm in the position I am just really taking it one day at a time. I think think that's the biggest part. I agree. That's that's smart and – um, 23 is good age to hit the ground running, though, too. Right, right. You, you can absorb a lot. Right. Please forgive me for being scatterbrained. I'm a little sleep-deprived. It's, it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. We, we all are. And I, I appreciate you hanging around and foregoing your sleep today to come on with us. Oh, no, not a problem at all. Yep. It's um, awesome. That's kind of the one thing about these recordings is you got to give, give something up to be on here. <laughs> <laughs> but... Um, yeah, so Chase seems like he's really helping you out a lot too then, huh? Yeah, Chase Watson, yes. Yeah. yeah. Great guy. Really learn every time we talk, I, I pick up something new. So Yeah, I like Chase. He was real kind to me when I was out there and rode around and mm-hmm. kind of kept up with him on Instagram some, kind of like you yeah. and I do now. Oh, yeah, yep. oh, yeah. So that's fun. Um, you like using social media? I do, I do. It's a real good tool to share who you are with people that have no idea who you are. Absolutely. Sell your brand. <laughs> right, yeah. right. You think Bro- it's helped you get where you are today? No doubt. 110%. Yeah. 110%. You've always been good at that, Travis, or yeah. you just kind of learned that over the years? Just kind of what's uh, good at social media. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never really taken it serious or, like, especially not to do anything like my Instagram page. That was just kind of like a thought one day, like, this is really an untapped market. Let's um, see what we can do with that. Because, you know, a lot of – they always kick it to you in turf school, you know, website, website, website. And it's not that that's obsolete or anything. It's just I felt like I could take that a step further and do an Instagram, you know, kind of have a living, breathing resume already out there. And I feel like, I feel like I've accomplished that. I, I think you have too. I, me personally, I – I think Instagram's an underrated tool in the turf industry. For real. It's certainly not what Twitter is, but it's different. Right, and, right, um, right. To me, it's a little bit easier way to maybe network with different people than Twitter right. is. Would you agree with that? Of course, of course. And then and then Instagram, when I was saying it's untapped, like people that have no idea what we do will watch my videos and comment, and it's like, this is cool because they don't see that time, that kind of stuff. So you, you're almost using it as a way to reach people who don't know anything about our industry or really don't know anything about golf. Trying to kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> we need more of that, my man. <laughs> Amen. We do. Yeah, it's... You know, it's definitely a tool that served me well, um, and uh, I enjoy it. And one of the best parts about it is being able to connect with young people like you, because you know the young people are—they're out there on social media. That's right. They? That's right. Yep. Yeah. That's cool. So, old Barnwell, man, that thing—I'm uh, looking forward to teeing it up out there with you someday. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We'll make it happen. We'll that thing. Uh, 
for all who love it. That's right. And I, <laughs> I do love it in more ways than one. Um, but some really cool architecture out there. Yes. Yeah, Brian and Blake are, are doing some cool things. and No doubt. Brian's a great guy. Have you had a chance he to is. spend any time with him? Oh, yeah. Every chance I get when um, whenever he's hopping out of a excavator or whatever, I'll just roll up and say, hey, how you doing? And everything. I met him on my second interview. He was playing the upper loop. And he was. I met him in the middle of 18 fairway. But, yeah, we um, talked time to time. Got to meet Blake. He's awesome. Yeah, Blake wasn't there the day I was, unfortunately. Gotcha. Hopefully I'll get to meet him some other time. I'm planning on coming up before it's open. Come again. on. Yeah. Come on. We'll roll around. But, yeah, Brian's uh, really experienced in the world of golf. And he's been many, many places across the world. Right. You know, really talk about people who have seen a lot of the greatest golf courses in the world. He's way up there so he's Amen. you need to be a sponge around him amen yep you know because you like architecture and golf course design are you into that i'm very i'm very into it you're yeah. gonna have to be now you're right you're right right yeah you think that's important for a young person coming up as a turf grass manager or mm. in golf to, to no, know that no doubt no doubt because i feel like i feel like the construction and renovation and all that experience differentiates you yes you know that sets you apart you know, um, of course, it's cool to do the daily maintenance and all that, you know, but that gets monotonous. Let, let's just be honest. Yep. You know, construction, it's like, oh, wow, this is a different beast. It is. So what is what are some of your favorite golf courses that you've ever played? <sighs> favorite favorite tracks I've ever played? Carmel is definitely up there, no doubt. North I mean, or south? No, uh, south. Okay. Sorry, Downs. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. Well, so what, what else? What else you like? Uh, Musgrove Mill. That's, that's a tough that's one. A, that's isn't a it? cool one. Yeah, that's a cool. One. Never played, played it back in the day. Um, Big Al tells me he he and I need to get up there. He says I need to see that. You put me on the spot here. Favorite. It's hard. It's hard to choose, honestly. You know. So your old course, Indian River, is about to get renovated as well, or yeah. is getting renovated right yeah, now. The Bryan brothers are going crazy out there. That, that's going to be an interesting addition to the Columbia golf scene, isn't it? No doubt. No doubt. It's going to be cool to see what they accomplish. Yeah, it's kind of booming around there. Right. You know. So where did you play anywhere else other than Indian River growing up in Columbia? Oh, I mean, you played all, them all? all over, all over Lexington Country Club, Columbia Country Club, Spring Valley, Wood Creek, Wildwood. Northwoods. Northwoods. This, yeah. Oh, yeah. Timberlake. Yeah, Timberlake. They're all right there. You played Camden? Camden, very nice. Donna Ross. Yeah, yeah. That, that's definitely up there. I'm glad yeah. you said something about Camden. Yeah, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, right on, man. Um, once again, thank you for coming on. Is there anything else that you'd like to tell the people out there? You put me on the spot earlier with the favorite golf course, Smithfields, yeah. no doubt. Smithfields. Yeah, Smithfields played there. I had my best college finish at Smithfields, so, yeah, we'll, we'll say that one. That's while it was under the, the care of Mr. Charles Connolly, our president. Hey, you aware of that? I'm aware of that. Yes, sir. <laughs> yep. Toured that golf course with Chuck before he left. Gotcha. Yeah, you like that one, huh? I did, I that, did. There's some tricky holes out it's there. It's funny, it's funny, because I'm not an accurate driver of the golf ball, and you got to hit it straight out there. But yeah. If yeah, for whatever reason, it just fit my eyes. So. Especially those holes down around the creek and everything in there. you got to carve some tee shots, it seemed like, around there. Right, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Old Smithfields. Shout out Chuck Conley. <laughs> Shout out to Chuck Conley. Our president. Well, cool, man. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. Thank you for everything you're doing. Congratulations. Yeah, appreciate that. All that man. good stuff. And um, really looking forward to 
seeing what you do. You're the man. Thank yep. you. You know, and you need anything from me, you know where to get me. And um, I'm here for you and looking forward to watching you grow, brother. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Travis Campbell. <laughs> See you. Now in the hot seat, Mr. Derek Ross. Yes, sir. Welcome to Pulling Weeds, podcast of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association. Happy to be here. We're happy to have you. Thank you. You've Thank been you. a lot of places, but you haven't been you haven't spent much time in the Carolinas, have you? No, sir. It's actually my first time in the Carolinas. So, what do you think? I love it actually. Um, it's a little cold right now. It is um, compared to Texas, but um, I'm loving it. I mean. Well, Hollow in general is just it's tidy up right now um, it's in the best condition I've ever seen it um, based off of pictures what I've seen from my superintendent and what you would see online. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, it, it is. And, and you're a big part of that. Yeah. You're I've, you're out there. You and I see each other out there. I'm on Green's data and you're on Green's mowing. Yeah. 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 You, you're out there dialing it in. Thank you. Yep. That's, that looks like a fun job. You enjoy that? Oh, I, I like it. You know, I. I don't get to do it as much now compared to when I was just first a groundskeeper. Yeah. Um, so I always enjoy to just have tunnel vision and focus on one job, you know. It is like riding a bike, isn't it? Absolutely. I mean, once you get a certain level of aptitude at it, uh, you can have a long period away and just get right back on it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, I was watching you the other day. You, you're an old pro. I yeah. can tell. <laughs> I can tell. So um, we're going to get into your path in the industry, but um, where, where are you from originally? I am from Flint, Michigan, um, uh, and yeah, I've been there my whole entire life. Um, my family is from there, um, and yeah, so I, I, uh, I went to school in a, sorry, I went to high school, it's called Sports Creek High School. Okay. Um, it's uh, maybe eight minutes outside of the city. Um, yeah, I got my, I graduated from there and played football, and I don't know how I got into golf, um, but... <laughs> I needed a job, and so I decided to go work on a golf course, and from there I found a love in golf. It was just that simple, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a great path to it, and, you know, there's a lot of people in our industry that, that get into it like that, you yeah. know, because it, it is a great job for young people. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was a superintendent, uh, I really enjoyed uh, – I didn't really have a lot of young people that worked with me early in my career, but toward, you know, more recently I've had a lot more high school and college students and, um, you know, it's, it's a good path, isn't it? Oh, I love it. I mean, especially for someone like me, I was constantly working out. I had multiple personal trainers and, you know, just extremely busy, um, all day. So, uh, the transition was easy for me as far as, you know, the hours, the, the workload, um, it, it worked out perfect for me. Athletes make great staff members on golf courses. Don't you agree? I agree. They seem agree. to come in with, uh, they understand the team aspect that we have to have. They yeah. usually have good discipline. You know, I was had a baseball coach that I had a great relationship with, oh, yeah. and he would kind of send, send people my way. And you knew coming in that you were getting some good people, yeah. you know. Took, yeah. took a lot of the chance out of it. But, oh, yeah. uh Flint, Michigan's produced a lot of athletes over the years, hasn't it? Yes, sir. A lot of good, a lot of good basketball players. Yes, sir. Uh, I actually grew up uh, playing Miles Bridges um, in basketball. He played for Flint affiliation. I played for a team called uh, Blackstone. So you know, we spent a lot of time playing each other. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, and our schools aren't far from each other, so our family is very close with each other. So yeah, cool. Monte Morris, another Monte Flint, Morris, yes, another sir. Flint. Yeah. Very true to my heart. I went to Iowa State, oh, so, so yeah. I'm Team Monte yeah. for sure. Yeah, and a lot of old school basketball players back in the '70s and '80s out of ben Flint. Rice, uh, yep. yeah, Mateen Cleves, uh, Charlie Bell. Yep. Uh, my uncle was actually a professional uh, professional boxer, um, so. Uh, his name is Tim Lowe's Doctors of Style. He was a WBA champion. Really? Uh, yes, sir. Um, and so he, uh, I spent a lot of time following him. Um, and so I, I actually do have a little boxing background as far as, you know, training and being around that. Yeah. Um, so you were a football player in high school? Yes, sir. Yep. Football, I played basketball, and I ran track. Yeah. Yep, all-around athlete. Yes, sir. Sounds like uh, – you got a lot of that in your genetics to me. <laughs> I do. That I translates do. to the golf course too, doesn't it? Yes, it does. They don't let anybody out there mowing greens at Quail Hollow, do they? No. I was shocked. <laughs> I was shocked. I thought I was going to stay on bunkers. <laughs> no, man. I can, uh, I can see why you're out there. You're doing a great job. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that backtrack mowing and all that, it can be tough to see, though, can it? Yep. 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 Just. It's, uh, you know, I'm lucky to have the sun on my side. <laughs> you are. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So, You've done a lot of things yeah. in your short-ish career in the turfgrass industry. You've been a lot of places. Yeah. So we're going to go through this and kind of let the people people know out there about who Derek Ross is and how he got from point A to point B. Absolutely. All right? So started off at, at, at Oakland Hills. Yep. So stepped into it um, pretty much right at the top of the game. Yes, so what were your first impressions of that? Because you, you didn't know anything about it, right? Yeah, I had no idea. Um, and my first day there, um, it was 40 degrees, downpouring rain, and we're picking up leaves. And I'm, I'm like, I don't know if this is something I want to do. Um, I was lucky that I was working with the interns and the AITs that were there. Um, and I told them that I played football, and they knew instantly that I was going to be a fit there um, just because they told me I can go into sports turf. They told me I can go into this industry. Um, so I stuck with it. Um, I asked those guys questions every day, followed them around, um, and they had my back for everything. They were my safety net for sure. Um, and, yeah, that's loved it. Yeah, it was, you know, back to young people coming in the business. There's a lot of positive role models on, on the golf course maintenance teams, and it doesn't necessarily always have to be the superintendent or the assistants, you know, you know, in my experience, I always had a lot of um, greenkeepers that worked a long time. And, yeah. you know, they're just as important to new people coming in as anybody. Would you agree with that, Derek? Oh, yeah, I agree. I yep. agree. Yep. Uh, was, yeah. A veteran's a veteran. Yes, sir. So, all right, so o Oakland Hills. Spent a couple years there kind of, you know, while you were in high school, and then you worked there after high school. So I actually um, I graduated, and I was actually working – Treating lakes and ponds. So that was my first job ever. And then probably um, my second year out of high school is when I joined Oakland Hills. Okay. So you got some aquatic experience too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, you're well-rounded. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't even get that in the prelim here, yeah. did we? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So moved on from there to Flint Country Club. Yep. Worked with Mike DeVries on a renovation? Yeah, so we did a small renovation where uh, we expanded the backside of the greens, um, added two new bunkers, um, and then also reshaped 
two other bunkers that were in the fairway. Um, we also shortened the fairway, and we also extended the tees as well. Um, so I was really mainly there for the, the shaping the of the bunkers and stripping the fairways and mainly that, yeah. and then, you know, sod work and just getting some experience on that. Yeah. Did you like working with Mike DeVries? I loved it. Um, he's an extremely fun guy. We could relate because he played ball himself, um, you know, and he loved Michigan. I love Michigan State, so it was just a, a constant bump in heads every day. Um, He's one of those Wolverines? Yes, he is. Oof. <laughs> yeah. I grew up an Illini fan. Yeah. My parents went to the University of Illinois, and yeah. we weren't real fond of the Wolverines, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah I'm, we're not either. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. Yeah, but Mike's a talented guy. Yes, he is. Um, yeah, that was probably pretty cool getting exposure to that. Yeah, he's yep. done some some nice courses, Kingsley and yep, uh, well, a lot in the overseas. state of Michigan. Yeah, yep, yeah, yep. All right, so then made another move. Yep, yep. Down to Texas. On yes, the sir. Texas Mexico border. Where? What'd you do down there? Uh, so in my time there, I was doing irrigation. Uh, they had an issue where um, all the fairways were sand capped and. Over time, their head, their head started to, to sink. Yep. Uh, so um, I literally went in there and just raised as many heads as I could. Um, we did every fairway that we could, every green, greens heads, everything. So it was it was a good experience for me because, like I said, I didn't know anything about turf or you know irrigation, anything. So from what I was told from the guys I worked with in the past was you know, get as much experience as you can. And irrigation and Kemford are the two biggest yeah. in this industry, you know. Um, so I was they happy. Are, yeah, they are big ones. Yeah, so yep. I was happy to be down there and get that experience. And uh, I had a, a awesome superintendent who understood. Um, there was actually no interns. We were actually the first interns to ever come uh, because it was so um, far from any – city uh the closest city to us was san antonio and that was six and a half hours away um so i was actually closer to the border i actually shopped for my groceries on the border um, <laughs> so it was a it was a lot for me being a city kid and going out in the middle of nowhere living in a camper but yeah i loved it you know loved it and that's, yeah. that's when i realized i'm in the right place yeah so it never hurts to get out and explore the country, does it? No, no. I mean, and at first, if you would have asked me, I would have said I'm, I'm never leaving Michigan. Right. Um, but yeah, I did it because I I didn't want to stay home. Uh, yep. We have a water crisis back at home. If you don't know, I, I've uh, I've heard something about that. Yep. Yeah. It's yep. A, it's a big issue. So that was just another reason for me to run away from home. Yep. Um, but yeah, they've gotten a lot of that corrected now, though, haven't they? Slowly but surely, yep. um, it's going to be some time. Um, they've at least got downtown and the colleges and um, a lot of the sports places that's down there. But, you know, as far as the city, uh, they're still working on the neighborhoods. It's, it's going to take some time. Yeah. Um, but, yes. It's a major infrastructure project to yes, make all the necessary repairs. But yeah. So let's talk about irrigation a little bit yeah. and um, raising heads. Yeah. Um, was that pretty simple where you just dug them up and raised them or did you run into some snags along the way? Uh, the biggest snag, man, was caliche clay. 
Oof, that's, that doesn't sound good. Yeah, um, you know, that's what they make adobe houses out of. So a lot of the houses that you see in New Mexico, um, even in Mexico and further south into, you know, Salvador, South America, mm-hmm. it's, uh, that's what they make their houses out of. So that I didn't know anything about. Um, and I, I got a good gist of what that's like. And it was stressful. I bet. Hard digging. Hard digging, man. I, um, and, you know, we were doing at least four to five heads um, a day, which is pretty good um, for someone who just learned how to do it. I had, like I said, I had my buddy with me, um, who was also from Flint, and he came down with there with me down there. So we competed every day, see how many heads we could do and who could get more. We made it a competition, and that's how we kind of learned. The swing joints were in good shape swing and the service joints. tees, so you didn't have to, like, replace any swing joints or any service tees or any of that kind of fun stuff? No, I had to splice a couple wires because solenoids were messed up. Yeah. Um, but never had to mess with any swing joints. Um, maybe extend it out a little bit, but nothing yeah. too crazy like that, which was nice. Yeah, because um, I've seen a lot of things go wrong with those over the years. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. I, <laughs> a lot of issues with that. Yep. Yeah. No doubt. So... Made a big move from there. Yeah, yeah. Chicago Golf Club. Yep. I was, I was happy to get there. Okay. Um, first ever golf course. Um, there's so much history there. C.B. Um, McDonald. C.B. McDonald, Seth Rayner. Um, original and, USGA course. Yes, sir. One of the original five. And now Tom Doak has got his name on that, too. Yep. Um, so in my time there, I, I just loved everything about it. Um, if that was... That's the ideal course that I would love to be on. Um, just laid back, 127 members, um, and you get the opportunity to actually get to know those members, which is really cool um, because you don't get to do that most places, obviously, because there's a lot of members. Right. But, um, being able to connect with them and um, just the way they do things there, the maintenance style is totally different from a lot of places. Um, Greens or square greens is something you don't see very often, um, but I love the square green style. And, uh, yeah, uh, it was awesome working under Scott Bordner. Um, yeah. Scott's a great guy. Yeah. Um, you know, he went to Ori Georgetown Technical College where I went to school and where I'm yeah. a professor now. And, yeah. you know, when he was in school, worked underneath Mr. Mike Bankert, who's a mentor of mine as well. And, yeah, yeah Scott's um, – He's, he's done well, and that's a cool place. I'm actually one of our Ori Georgetown students is going to Chicago Golf Club this summer for the internship. Yeah. So, Derek, I'm making a trip out. Hey, I man. got to see that place with my own eyes. Oh, yep. man, it's tidied up. You know, yep. it's, uh, it's all grown in now, everything that we did, and driver range looks really good compared to what it was. Um, you know, it's, they have the beach bunker there that's on the whole 10 now. Um, so they got some pretty unique holes, you know. Number seven is the Rodan Green. It's just yep. awesome. Um, yeah, you're an architecture guy, I can tell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're gonna have to go down this rabbit hole <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, but no, I'm I'm looking forward to going out there to see it myself. Yeah. Um, always wanted to see it, yeah. and uh, you know, meet the team out there and just the whole the whole thing. And so, you mentioned Tom Doak. Yes, we're gonna get to him a little bit later too. Yeah. But have you ever met Tom? Uh, I've, you know, I've introduced myself before yeah. um but we've never actually 
had the chance to just sit down and just talk. Um, obviously, that's because he's on the move. He is. All the time. Especially now. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah big time. So it's, it's always hard to get to him. But, you know, I, I try to show my face whenever I see him and just make sure he remembers me. Yeah. Um, he's also supposed to be coming to Memorial Park Golf Course sometime soon here. So yeah. I'm hoping I can catch him. Yeah, I think you'll get a chance. Yeah. Yeah, he's um, been influential on me in my career. I have all his books. and yeah. I don't know. Do you have any of his books? I don't actually have his books, but, I, you know, I've listened to a lot of the podcasts that he's been on. Um, I like Gil Hansen. I know Gil Hansen learned a lot from him. Yes. Um, so um, those two are, you know, obviously top dogs. They are. Uh, so – I just I watch a lot of videos on those guys. Yeah, I'm a big YouTube guy, so I am too. I am too, my man. I, I can go down some rabbit holes. Yeah. Believe me. Yeah, yeah. yeah and I like sure. there's a lot of good architecture stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. If you're coming, you know, if you want to learn about it, it's all out there for you. Yeah. You know, back when I was your age, and and you know, it was more about books, the yeah. internet, and yeah. there wasn't that kind of stuff out there. But you know, Tom's books were influential on me, and yeah. um. I've not met him yet either. I'm I'm looking forward to it though. Hopefully, yeah. I'm gonna get the chance. Um, yeah, man. So he's definitely somebody that um, has made a mark in golf yep. for sure. Yep. So you mentioned uh, Memorial Park, yep. right? Um, but before you went there, you yeah. made a trip out to the West Coast. Yes, sir. Pebble Beach Golf Links. Yeah. Another yeah. Golden Age golf course. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was pretty fun, man. I, you know, I'll be honest, I. I didn't know what to expect going out there. I just knew it was a top course, and I knew it was, you know, uh, wherever, ever, where everyone wanted to be. Um, but, I, you know, I kind of went out there with the mindset that I'm just going to learn how tournaments are ran. Um, and as soon as I got out there, they had a, a different type of Oceana alkaline grass that I didn't know about, which was uh, Maritima. Yeah. Um, so I had the opportunity to helped grow that in at the nursery and got to learn about that grass, which was cool. Um, it's totally different from a lot of the turf that we have, well, that we use on a regular basis, um, but it's salt tolerant. And it's, it's uh, more salt tolerant than past palum. Yeah, um, so, which is important out there. Yes, yes. Um, with the ties that they have, you know, sure. 30, 50 feet ties, it's uh, you're, you're constantly watering 18 and, 17 green just to water off. The, we'll get the salt off the. Yeah, off the you got to leach, leach that salt yes, through the profile. Yep. Get it off those. Yep. And yeah, with the with the tides and the winds and um, you know anybody that's watched Pebble Beach over the years knows yep. what we're talking about. You see those waves crashing. Oh and yeah, man, it's, it's somebody, awesome. It's somebody that worked at a golf course for many years that was subject to tides. Yeah. It's um. It's a whole nother animal in yes, the weather equation. Yep. You know, it, uh, <laughs> it's predictable, but not always. Yep. So, um, you know, wind makes a big difference on that. And, but, yeah, that's, that's – I mean, you've just seen a lot of different courses in different areas, different turf types, and you really – That was my goal. Yeah, you're you know? getting um, on it. Yeah, and I, I'll be honest. Like I said, I, I didn't know anything about golf from the, the maintenance side of it to just normal – off you know uh so i felt like if i went around and tried to go to different golf courses and learn how they did things that i would benefit myself um with terminology because um, I, I knew nothing at all about yeah. surf so 
Uh, you fast-tracked it. Yeah, yeah. And, and still are. Trying to. Yes. <laughs> so you left Pebble, right? Yes, How long were you out there? I was out there for about four and a half months. So um, I got there in um, late November, and I stayed there until about mid-March, uh, going almost into April. Did you you like living that Monterey California lifestyle? It's it's oh, it's man. not bad or it's pretty Gucci around there, man. Oh my goodness, yeah. Pacific Grove is beautiful. You got Seaside over there, Carmel. Um, Carmel is beautiful. Big Sur is about twenty five minutes from there. Yep. Um, I'm a big nature guy, so um, hiking and you know doing that type of stuff was kind of right up my alley. Um, if I if there was any place I could live, then probably be there yeah um, or somewhere in the bay area um just because it's you know it's, it's my style um i have allergies and i don't have to worry about it out there <laughs> <laughs> yeah do you think that love of nature kind of drew you to the industry too do you do you like that part of of what we do yeah absolutely um i just i love trees um which that's not a favorite thing on the golf course but i love trees <laughs> No comment. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I I love just being outdoors and just plants in general. Um, It was something I've always done as a kid. Um, I had a big, big property um, that was right outside of my neighborhood that was originally supposed to be a golf course but never actually got built. So they had, like, some greens and fairways there, but the rest of it was just kind of vacant and abandoned. Um, so I would go out there and play by myself, and they had seven lakes out there, and so I would just go by the lake and play around. Yeah. That's where I spent a lot of my time by myself. And but made an impression on you at an early, at an early age, you yeah. might say? Yeah. Yeah, that's... And I had my dad force me to mow grass at six, seven years old. So. Yep. <laughs> no rest for the weary, huh? Yeah, no. Yep. No. My, my son's 14, and he's got a couple yards to mow this summer. He better be getting on it while I'm gone, Derek. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i got to go over there and inspect it, though. He'll have some mohawks, you know. <laughs> I'm trying to train him up right. That's good. That's <laughs> yeah, good, But man. you can't have that, no. as you know, as yep. being a greens mower here. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Especially for a tournament, man. Yeah, you got to have it right. Yeah. So, left Pebble Beach, yep. <laughs> went back to Chicago, yep. right? You mentioned to me earlier that's where – that's where you kind of met Andy Johnson. He yep. would come around there a good bit, yep. right? Yep. So, yep. yep, another great guy to know in the golf business. Yes, sir. Uh, man, uh, he, he's an awesome guy. Um, his whole story um, was another reason I loved being in this industry um, because it was another route um, that I hadn't seen at the time. Um, and Technology isn't a big thing. When I first started in here, it was no cell phones. It was, um, you know, you, you had to go to your car to use it. So being able to see what he did with the camera, his like, just everything he did, man, was just so cool. Um, and, I, yeah, I, I just never really knew you could do those things. Um, yeah. So that it, I'll be honest, that's one of the things that I want to do is to be able to go around to tournaments and, golf courses and just do a tour with them like similar to what he's done um but i i, I want to influence young kids to get in the industry as well um that's one of my biggest things um i think there's a lot of kids in a lot of the cities and um that have a lot of talent and could be also part of this so we need that derek yeah and I, we i'd love to hear that you yeah. know that gave me goosebumps when you said that just because we 
we need to do that because yeah. it's um has a lot to offer yeah. you know yeah. myself just recently becoming a professor i've seen that even more and that's kind of what i'm why i'm doing what i'm doing now yeah. you know yeah. because um i agree with you and yeah. uh thank you for that yeah. but it, yeah and like yeah. you said it is cool how andy created the bit the fried egg yeah. and how it started you know very simply and just yeah. with an idea and yeah. you know he's an idea guy and yes, sir. he's it's unconventional you yeah. know which i think is cool but he's gotten big time now oh so. yeah man i like i said it it made me realize what i wanted um and i think what andy's doing is is helping a lot of the young guys who aren't in this industry um get to know what we do um, yeah. because a lot of the things you, you don't really get to see what do yeah his superintendent series sponsored by toro has been great for our industry and gotten our message out to a lot of people and you know it's just a lot someone in the turf grass industry can learn from a lot of his podcasts and that's what's so great about podcasts in general and we got people learning about you today right and which is exciting and um so we're not quite home yet, are we? No, sir. No, sir. <laughs> so, so then you went back to work with Mr. Cook again yep. at Medina. Yep. Yep. This is um, Mr. Steve Cook, CGCS goal. Master Greenkeeper, right? Yes, sir. Yep. Uh, my goal was always to work with Steve. Um, when Steve left Oakland Hills, he offered me to come down to Medina. Um, and the time that I um, got in touch with him, he already had a full house. Um, so I, I just didn't get to go and didn't know where I was going to go. And so, uh, he actually was the one that actually helped me get over to Chicago golf club. Um, and he said, yeah, just come back in two years. And so that's what I did. I've, I made a plan and I got to him in two years and, uh, it's great being under Steve. Um, he, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you've heard it before, but he's like a Phil Jackson of the golf industry. Yes. Um, yes. Just the amount of majors that he's hosted, um, it's very, very hard to be at a place like Oakland Hills for 20 years and do what he's done. Um, and for people like Gary Players, um, Tiger Woods, to call that place a monster, um, that's saying a lot. Yeah, there's this gentleman named Ben Hogan that said that same thing in 1951. Yeah. Yep. yep. So it's been like that a long time. So that's um, being under him uh, just – really put me in a good place and he understood my background and where I come from and uh, so we we connected really well um, and he understood where I needed to get to Uh, so I you know Steve is always going to be my guy yeah yeah so it sounds like Steve and and Scott are Bordner two definitely two of your mentors absolutely I talk to those guys whenever I can Um, they they'll check up on me they'll make sure I'm doing everything right they'll yep you know They'll nag. They'll nag for sure. Um, and I appreciate it. I'm never one of those guys that are going to get upset about you nagging, about me getting better at something. I'm always going to try and get better at what I do. Um, and that's, that's part of your athletic career, isn't it? Yeah. You, yeah. you have to be coachable to reach your potential, right? Yep. It's yep. no different than what you're doing now, is it? Yep. My dad used to always say, treat it like a sport. Yep. Treat your job like a sport and you'll be fine. Well, sounds like dad knows what he's talking about. Yes, sir. <laughs> so now, we're getting up to now. Yeah. Now you're at Memorial Park in yeah. Houston yeah. with Mr. Parker Henry. Yes, sir. Who was longtime assistant superintendent here at Quail Hollow, who yeah. recently made the jump over there. Yeah. Um, PGA Tour stop. Mm-hmm. 
recently renovated by Tom Doak. Yes, sir. Municipal course. Mm-hmm. One of few on the tour, right? So, um, cool property, mm-hmm. right? I, obviously, I've never been there in person, but, you know, saw, I've seen a lot of pictures. Yeah. You know, I'm kind of a Google Earth guy. You know, I've zoomed in and checked <laughs> it out, that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, um, yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Yep. I'll be honest. Um, I... Didn't know anything about Memorial Park Golf Course. Um, my family had moved down there. Uh, we had been moving from Flint for the last four years down there, obviously because of our water issue. Yep. Um, and so I wanted to move closer to family, um, but I wanted to find a golf course before I did. Um, so me, I looked at all the Tom Doak golf courses in Houston, and that was the one, Memorial Park Golf Course. So um, I got in contact with... Um, Jason, who was, he's like the head of um, all the city courses in the area. Um, and they didn't have a superintendent at the time that I contacted him. Uh, so I, I was on hold for a while. Parker ended up getting the job, and Parker got in contact with me. And um, from there on, it was history, man. I mean, me and Parker have tried turning that place around, and I, I think we're doing a pretty good job um, with the Houston Open. Um, it was. They were saying it was one of the best turnouts that they've had. Um, and yeah, I mean it's it's a whole different atmosphere as far as where I've been. Um, it's, it's municipal, so uh, municipality golf courses are totally different from the private clubs as far as what you're capable of doing. Um, we have seventy thousand rounds a year, so a lot of play. Um, so. Turf kind of gets beat up, so but I think that's okay because I don't have much experience with Bermuda. Um, so uh, with many Verde, fair, I mean many Verde greens and um, celebration and uh, Tiff fairways, it was, yeah. it was pretty cool. Um, it's, a, it's big learning stance for me. Absolutely. Yeah. So we've got a few questions to to go off of there. Yeah. Um, municipal course. Yeah. Recently redone, owned by the city of Houston. Yep. Um, you know, the Houston Open has a long history and on the PGA Tour as well. Yeah. It's been yeah. moved around a little bit and different courses and, you know, the Woodlands. There's TPC at the Woodlands. And yeah. then, um, oh, the uh, Golf Club of Houston, Club of Houston yeah. formerly called Redstone, yes, right? Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's unique challenges there, right? So yeah. what, what are some of the biggest challenges you and Parker are facing right now? Um play this, yep. that's definitely the biggest one i can um, relate man yeah the um, golf course i was at was we did sixty thousand rounds a year yeah, so i yeah. i know what you're dealing with and i sixty thousand is a lot 70 is man it's, yeah uh play is our biggest issue but it, it's what brings us in money um you know as far as everything else man i would say if we didn't have that much play course would be phenomenal um, yeah so you're dealing with where yeah, really right yeah, a yeah. lot of, i'm assuming a lot of cart traffic a lot of cart traffic there's probably not a ton of walking rounds no not at all um, um and traffic management and wear control is a big thing that you and parker have to focus on right yep yeah, yeah. uh, i mean there's car path signs everywhere yep um and that's that's the only thing we really can do and yep. just pray that <laughs> you know they don't drive in that area yeah, extra um, fertility. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, um, we're always fertile. Um, we're always, you know, doing something that is along the Kim Fert lines. Um, we actually just did a wall-to-wall spray, um, which that's kind of new to the place, yeah. you know. But, you know, we've had some pull-out breaks and 
large patch on zoysia teas, um, which we've got under control. Um, but it, it it was a battle at first, you know, yeah. the winter there. Um, that's 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 a great opportunity for you and Parker, though. Yeah. You know, that's when you're coming in for Parker when he's coming in, and yeah. you know, new superintendent. That's it's okay, you know. Yeah. Gives yeah. you you know you gives you a chance to make improvements quickly. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's more difficult coming in behind some place that's really dialed in oh, yeah. and maintaining it. Yeah. So there's nothing, uh, you know. That's exciting that you guys have an opportunity, right, to yep. to 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 t- turn it around. And I'm I'm fully confident, you know, Parker's going to use all the skills he's developed here at Quail Hollow in his career, and with you, everybody else out there, y'all figure it out. Yeah, and that was uh, one of the big reasons why I came out here was to kind of see how Quail ran things, so I can get an understanding of what Parker wants, um, and we can bring that home. Yeah, it gives you a better understanding of kind of who Parker is and yeah. how he came up, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. absolutely. Yeah. So when when is the uh, when is the tournament this year? So originally the tournament was November fifth through the thirteenth, um, yep. but our dates actually got moved um, to next year. Um, it's the week before the Masters, so the twenty fifth through the thirty first. Um, so we're hoping a bigger uh, a bigger build, a bigger turnout, bigger names coming yep. in. Um, a lot of guys wanting to prep yeah. for the Masters. Yep. yep. Which it's always beneficial. used to kind of been the hallmark of the Houston Open for a while when it was right before the Masters. Yep, yep. So we're hoping to get back to that. Um, with how the course is, man, it's it's actually in really, really good shape. Now, are you all going to overseed because of that? Yes, we will. We Which will. this will be the first time it's probably been overseeded since the renovation, right? Yep, so renovation happened about two years ago, so... This will be the first time. Um, Parker's going to put that quail hollow touch on it, isn't absolutely. he? Absolutely. Yeah. That's the whole plan, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 that's going to look good. Yeah. That's going to that's gonna look good. So, And that'll help with y'all's wear, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I'm Grant, looking forward to that. Yeah. I actually have never done an overseed. Um, so for me, uh, that'll, it'll be a new experience. Yeah, which, which you're all about. Yeah, you, yeah. You yeah. know, because you've been on, you know, you've been in Texas, right? You've yeah been out west you've been in in the midwest and yeah Yeah, so you know and we're also moving our 17th green we have a little small construction project going on right now Uh, we're pushing it back about 50 yards Um, it's still going to stay by the water um, but you know we wanted a longer shot for the the players um, so they're not just getting there in two yep Got to be a little bit more resistant to scoring yes, out sir. there yes, now that you're there, Derek. Huh? Yeah. Oh, that, yeah. It can't just be you know throwing darts out there at your place, no, huh? No, <laughs> we gotta make sure they're having a hard time. Yep, challenge them, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. These these guys can they can hit it. Yeah. It's, you been For out sure. there watching any golf? I watched a little bit. I watched Justin Thomas. Uh, I'm gonna actually probably go back out there and try and find Tony. See how he's doing. Yeah, Tony Fino. Yeah, he actually won our tournament. Yep. Uh, this past November, um, which was pretty cool. You were there for that in November? Yeah. Right, so you've yeah. been – you was Parker there then too? Yep. Okay, yep. so you and Parker have been through one one event so far together. Yep. And they actually said it was uh, the best turnout they've seen of the Houston Open in the last five years, So, which is pretty cool. Yep. Um, you know, we, we me and Parker, honestly, going out there, we knew nothing. Um, we were both new. Yep. Didn't know anyone. Um so big step yeah obviously yeah. you don't have a problem re- relocating though no no you, you're that, that's just old hat to you yeah yeah um and i it was more so for parker but I, I wanted to make sure that if parker you know needed help with anything that was 
there. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so it's, it's been good so far. Where um, are you on social media, man? Barely. I'm yep. gonna be honest. I I need to get on it, um, but I I just I don't do much of the social media stuff, and I'm, I have too many family members that drive me away from it. <laughs> I I get it, man. You you you're a smart man. Yeah. You're a smart man. Well, at least we're we're getting you know getting you out here on the airwaves at least because people yeah. got to know know about you. You're an up and comer. I like that. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm I'm trying to find my way. I'm trying to find my niche on social media. I, I haven't found it. Um, but I, I will eventually. I just don't know what it is yet. That, that's that's fine. Don't rush it. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep keep. You know, you got your eye on the ball, yeah. right? And just yeah. focus on that, and you'll be fine. Yeah. But enjoyed hearing your story. Thank you. Yeah, thank and, you. and you know, thank you for what you're doing to push things forward. Absolutely. You got to find the. There's a lot more Derek Rosses out there. We just got to find them, don't we? Absolutely. They're yep. there. They're yep. there. And. Hopefully you uh, will have some time to listen to the back uh, catalog of Pulling Weeds. We've had some good guests on. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, this is what I'm going to be doing every morning now. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I'm always open to listening to podcasts. That's, that's what I do. I listen to a lot of history. So um, Dan Carlin is one of my favorite guys to listen to. This nice. History. Um, but, yeah. I'm, I'm all for the podcast. Are you a well-rounded guy. <laughs> <laughs> I try to be. I try to be. Not always. <laughs> Very good. Well, yeah. Derek, thank you. Yeah. You know, keep up uh, keep up there on the greens there. Mm-hmm. You're providing a, a great surface along yeah. with everybody else here. It's it's a fun fun team here, isn't it? Oh, yeah, man. I, the crew here, they're all friendly. You know, uh, you don't really see that at some places. Yep. You know, um, young guys, too. Yep. Um, I'm so used to being around older guys that you know you get used to being around them but it's, it's good being here with some young guys that are actually in the turf industry and yeah i benefit how about the food here oh man that's the best part yeah that's the best part it's yeah. next level stuff isn't it oh yeah parker told me when i came out here be ready yeah be ready one of my favorite things is seeing that menu for the next day <laughs> gets me through the morning shift man yeah. i won't lie yeah. yeah cool well derek thank you and um best of luck to you Thank you. All right. Thank you for having me. Yes, sir. We now have Blaze Moyer. How's it going? How's it going? In the interview seat. Blaze is a first year, first semester, just completed yep. his first semester at Ori Georgetown Technical College. Not yet. I got one more final. You did. I got your your last uh, fertilizer calculation final. Yep, you did then well. I have you, you did well on the other final of mine, yeah. though, didn't you? Yeah. Proud of you. Yep. Thank you, sir. Blaze has been a good student. He's definitely hit the ground running this year. Yeah. And um, they showed me some things. So you made the trip down here with um, Professor Granger and I, and a few of your uh, few of your colleagues, your fellow students, yep. but. Uh, you're like me. This is your first experience. Yep, first timers. Yep. Doing it together, though, learning. We are. This is a great experience, isn't it? Great experience. Uh, I mean, I'm just thankful to be here. It's It's been a blast. You know, I plan on definitely coming back to more tournaments, seeing these guys play, getting to experience things on the courses, uh, just seeing things I've never seen, learning things I've never learned, and been a great experience so far you're a big fan of the golf too you like to get out there and watch them hit it don't yeah. you uh love to hit it love to watch them hit it never gets old could be out there all day yeah me too you and i spent some time together on tuesday checking yep, it out definitely 
So you're on the Back Nine Bunker crew. Back Nine Bunker crew with uh, Colin Rosenbaum. Who was on the show earlier. Yep. Yep. Former graduate. Yep. Uh, what have you learned from being out there doing the bunkers? Uh, I think the main thing I learned is just take your time. Don't rush anything, you know. Not necessarily perfect it, but try to perfect it, uh, especially at a venue like this. Uh, don't want to see any mistakes in those bunkers. No footprints. Uh, you know, no wash out on the on the face, and just keep them clean, keep them white, and keep them fluffed up. I guess for those pros out there. You like having an impact on the play out there. Yeah, knowing that you're them, part of yeah, it. Yeah, seeing them hit out of those bunkers is pretty cool. Especially knowing I got to go back out there and rake them tonight and blow them out, roll them. Yep. Cool what, what are you seeing out there? I know you've been out there watching golf. How, how's it playing? Uh, it's playing tough today. Uh, I think these guys weren't really expecting how tough the pins are today. Yeah. Uh, I've been following Fee now, Rory, uh, Matt Fitzpatrick's out there. The Gala's with, with yep. uh, Rory, isn't he? Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Gala's with Homa. Oh, he's with Homa? Rory's got uh, Fitzpatrick and who's the other guy? I got a Homa story for you. I'm ready. So this morning, Charles Granger and I were stepping the putting green. Okay. And, you know, Granger goes out there like he owns the place. You know that he made Max Homa move out the way so we could step the putting green this he morning? Asked, he asked Homa to move out the way. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Does that surprise you, Blaze? It doesn't. Uh, I think we, we've talked about this a lot. Granger's always on Granger time. He runs the show wherever he's at, and he goes out there and does it, man. He really does. So how, how did you decide to get into the turf grass industry? Uh, like I said, you know, I've always been big into golf. Uh, and not always. Kind of got really big into it over the summer, uh, especially when I moved down to Myrtle. And I was kind of just scrolling through the Hori page one day and saw that there's a turf management program. Uh, definitely struck some interest right away, but kind of held back from it at first. I wasn't really sure if uh, it, it was going to be something I really wanted to pursue. Uh, did a business uh, business degree for my first semester and just wasn't it. Didn't really have much interest. It's always been hard for me in school to really stay focused and find interest. And then had one conversation with Granger, toured the facility, and the rest was history. And you just started this just semester. Just started this semester. You and yep. I started together. Yep. Um, and you've hit the ground running. You're yeah. working over there at the Hackler course. Yeah, really enjoying uh, being under Robbie Bell. Great superintendent. He's also a past uh, mole cricket, but... It's been it's been a really cool experience just kind of learning the other side of the golf industry, you know. I've always been on the golfer side but never been in maintenance side and it's it's really cool to learn. And I think it definitely helps you uh manage the course playing too. You kind of learn where you got to put the ball a little more and yeah, definitely hit the ground running. You know, I love to learn uh when I actually, you know, enjoy what I am learning and it's been great. It really has been great. So that's been kind of revolutionary for you is getting into something where you really enjoy the subject matter. And, yeah. Yeah, and it's always that's always been my struggle in school is just, you know, with subjects I enjoy, I have no problem, no issues. Uh, and then subjects I don't, it's kind of it's kind of a struggle for me to, to stay in it and really keep my focus in school with uh, subjects like. Yeah, one thing anything. I've noticed about you is you're always um, – Always kind of hanging around, asking questions. Yeah, you know, I'm, you're I'm, paying attention to what's going on out there. Yeah, I'm curious to learn. Uh, 
you know, questions go a long way. If, if there's something I don't know, there's no reason not to ask. We're in class for a reason. Uh, and uh, I think uh, a big thing uh, in, our, in our program is how close all the guys are and you feel comfortable around everyone asking questions. You know, you're not embarrassed in class to ask a question you don't know because no one's judging and you're going you're gonna to learn. You're going to learn. Uh, you know, questions will get answers and... Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna count on you next year to kind of mentor some of the new new people coming in. Yeah, because right? I'll be I'll be in class with them. Uh, it'll it'll be fun to kind of teach those guys and, and help them get along uh, in the program. Yeah, so you're gonna be kind of a hybrid guy for a little yeah. while, aren't you? Yeah, I'll <laughs> be. Uh, so I'll, next year I'll do first year, first semester. Uh, I started out first year, second semester, and then I'll hop to second year, second semester. And my last semester would be first year or second year, first semester. So kind of hopping around, but I think it's going to make classes easier. Uh, I think next year I'll be able to breeze through because I've learned so much, got so much experience this year. And uh, it really has just been a new experience, and I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. So you're from the great state of Delaware. Great state, smallest state, yeah. The Diamond State. Diamond State. So yeah. what? Um, how'd you find out about Ori Georgetown or, or, Mur- or how did you get down to Myrtle Beach? you have ties down here? Yeah, so I actually uh, have a buddy from home that was going to Coastal last year and he kind of just reached out to a few friends from home and said, hey, I'm looking for an apartment and if you guys are interested uh, to come down here and go to school, because I was, I was not in school last year, I was just working and I really was just lost, not sure what I was going to end up doing and it sounded like a new opportunity and I took it and ran with it and we uh, all moved in together and, yeah, just just been rolling in Myrtle. Lots of golf, lots of work, uh, lots of learning. But it's, it's, it's been a good year since I got down here, definitely. That's not a bad life, is it? No. Enjoying life a lot. That's good. You, yeah. You should. You should. So when did you graduate high school? Graduated 2021, 20, I believe, uh, two years ago. Yep. So I would have been a... A freshman in college last year, but took a gap year. Uh, I'm a little young for my class, so I'm kind of right right where I need to be now, which yeah. is, I you, think a gap were, year helped uh, a lot. You were a track guy, huh? Track and cross country in You were a track school, and yeah. cross country guy in, in high school. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. You still run? Uh, here and there, I'll go out three-mile run. Uh, I just, just don't enjoy it like I used to. I think it was just a, a lot on my body in high school, and... Uh, kind of just lost the passion at one point, but picked up a new passion, which is golf turf management and golf. Uh, and I've honestly, like you said, it, it's it's the life. I'm, I'm enjoying it a lot. So after you graduate, where do you see yourself going? It's a good question. Uh, it's kind of up in the air. I wouldn't mind going back to the Northeast. I'm not sure about the weather up there. Don't love the cold, but uh, North Florida interests me. Maybe down a little south of uh, where we're at now in Myrtle, maybe uh, Hilton Head area, Tennessee, tech, any, anywhere. Really, yeah. I'm, I'm open to, uh, I don't really have a, a specific region I'd like to end up, but I think uh, I'll know by the end of the program. I think I'll have a, a good idea of where I want to be. Yeah, you got time. Yeah, got def- a lot of time. Definitely still. have time. So what kind of things do you do out at the Hackler course? Uh Usually mornings will have me either set up or roll greens. Uh, we use a triplex to roll the greens unless tournament weekends we'll use the tournament roller. Uh, you know, usually they'll have me with the assistant super, uh, and he'll kind of just 
take me around the course and show me what we're doing for the day and you know we'll kind of switch back and forth from him doing it to me doing it uh so variety of things you know uh hopefully this summer uh robbie will get me on spray spray seat and get some seat time and uh i think he will he he, he loves to teach me because he went through our program he knows what it's like uh but usually just rolling greens and set up is how i start my day and then just kind of take it from there you know maybe a uh, hop on the spreader or i have not i've mowed a couple tee boxes uh last week i actually just hopped on a z turn for the first time and mowed rough uh definitely going to take some getting used to you've done any walk mowing yeah i have done uh you've had we've had you walk mowing over there at the turf care walk center mowed right at the turf care center uh they sent me out a couple times to walk mow nursery uh practice green uh putting green the uh targets and um I've I've mowed a few few uh, greens on the course with the walk mower and now did you you didn't work anywhere up in Delaware did you no uh, Hackler was your first job Hackler's my first job on a golf course yeah so you've been out here at Quail Hollow Club yeah just watching this machine run absolutely um I know you're already planning on coming back yeah yeah and uh, 100% yeah. be back next year what uh, what jobs out here do you strive to do uh. As in the, what, what you see out here at Quail Hollow Club, if you come back in the, in the you know, if you graduate up from Bunkers, what else uh, would right. you like to do? Uh, what intrigues you out here that you see going on? Something that definitely intrigues me is uh, mowing the edges of Bunkers. It looks tough, but, you know, it's a task that be challenging but enjoyable. Uh, you know, walk mowing the greens would be awesome. Maybe cutting cups. That's a... Uh, that's I think that's the cool, the most interesting to me just in the in the terms of just how perfectly you have to cut the cup, how perfectly you have to plug it, and uh, you have what it takes to to do that. You think you can cut a straight one? I think I cut a straight one. We I'm can't have any leaners out here for the Wells no. Fargo. Yeah, I think uh, I think if you threw me out here, I'd be shaky for the first couple of days and get right on it. Day three, day two, day three. But I think next year if I come back and they put me on. You know, anything, I'll, I'll hop right on. I'm, I'm not scared to go at something, you know. If I mess up, out here is not a good place to mess up, but that's why I get experience back at the Hackler and back at the Turf Care Center so I can come out here next year and put on a show for these boys. There you go. <laughs> you don't lack confidence, do you? No, nah, I mean, I feel like I don't want to sound cocky, but you got to have you have to have confidence uh, in any job you do because if you don't, you know, it's not going to be the best you could do. If you have confidence, go out there and, for example, 18 at the Hackler, kind of surrounded by water, uh, and when you're rolling them, you got to be confident because you're coming down a, a steep bank and right to the water, and it's, it's nerve-wracking. The first couple times I did it, I was really shaky, and that's just an example. You know, you got to have confidence, and you got you to gotta go after something if you, if you don't want to mess up. What are some of your favorite golf courses you've ever played? Uh... Well, I'd have to say my favorite is your old track, Heritage. <laughs> um, you know, I haven't really been out to many real nice courses. Uh, I think the Hackler is a great home course to have. It's easy to walk and just an enjoyable course. Uh, Myrtle Beach National is pretty nice, North, Kings North. Um, you know, I haven't gotten out to really any real, real nice tracks other than heritage um <clears throat> back home my home course jonathan's landing just a little municipal course but 
always got a special place in my heart because it's just is that where you, I is that golf. that's where you learn the game? Yeah, and uh, oh, I got a good one. Bucknell Country Club up in Pennsylvania, Lewisburg. Uh, my grandfather's a member there, and he's got me out there a couple times. Real nice course up there. So your grandfather's a golfer, big golfer. He got me into it. Nice, and then so did mine. That's how I yeah. got my start. Yep, yep. And then he got a. Uh, my sister into it as well. She ended up playing college golf uh, at Jefferson University in Philadelphia. So it, it hasn't been a, a long time since we – I mean, we've always kind of got – he's always kind of got us, you know, rolling with some, some clubs or just doing little things. But, yeah, last year I finally really got into it. And, uh, I mean, like I said, if, if I didn't get into golf and didn't have my grandfather, I wouldn't be in this turf program. I probably would have never known about it. Yeah, well, everything happens for a reason, my man. Everything happens for a reason. And uh, you're, you you love to get out there and compete on the golf course, too, don't you? Yeah. Uh, last week at Florence was a lot of fun. Uh, obviously, it's all fun at the end of the day, but I like I like to win, man. It's just a, it's a good feeling when you win. It's not, nothing else to it. It's just a good feeling. And, you know, playing good golf, just the best feeling. When you're when you're not missing many shots, it's, it's yeah. just a good feel. Yeah, we had a good we had a good field trip up there to the PD Research yeah. Center and got to see a bunch of research and learn a bunch of things and then yeah, had a was, good, a good really golf cool. outing. Uh, Doctor McCarty, McCarty, Doctor Roberts, Doctor Roberts, Doctor Chong, Doctor Chong, all very you know educated guys, obviously, but they they definitely have taught taught me a few things. Uh, you know, things that I, I I didn't really see going into turf management, and they kind of put them into the broad perspective of you know this is little things like uh you know what what fertilizer you're using and when when your applications you can't miss your mark if you miss your mark you're you're screwed like mccarty said you know you just can't miss it so just little things like that and just managing the course just get your timing right on spraying fertilizer and spreading it is one of the most important things yep it's kind of like football you gotta dial in your x's and o's don't you exactly love that Well, man, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate you um, being a mole cricket. Keep up the good work. Dax up. You got a a bright future. Thank you, sir. And I'm glad to be part of that. I'm looking forward to spending more time with you. Absolutely. And and just keep killing it out there, all right? Thank you, sir. My man. Will do. Appreciate it. Yep. Thank you all for listening to another episode of Pulling Weeds, a podcast of the Carolinas Golf Course Superintendents Association. Stay tuned as we will have another episode out soon. For further information on the Carolinas GCSA, please visit our website at carolinasgcsa.org or call our office at 864-843-1150.